Welcome to Tool World. We're your hosts. I'm Gordon Ju. And I'm David Ju. And we're here to discuss everything about ITF patterns. If you're interested in learning more, make sure to like the podcast. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Tool World. Thanks for jumping in. This week, we're going to be discussing the different nomenclature when it comes to how you describe a technique when it relates to you versus when it relates to your opponent. And the first thing that we're going to be discussing is the sections. Do you want to go over that there, Master Ju? Yeah, so what does um, the section refer to is really referring to our opponent. Sometimes I hear students say, um, execute a high section punch. Well, there's no such thing as a really a high section punch. What you do have is a high section, middle section, and low section to your opponent. So high section is any technique, uh, is any target above the shoulder and middle sections from the shoulder to the belt and then the belt below is low section. Well, how does, how does that differ compared to high, middle, and low? Right, so high, middle, and low refers to our, refers to the attacker. Or if I'm the attacker, I can execute a high punch, middle punch, or low punch. High punch meaning eye level, middle punch is shoulder level, and low punch would be belt level. And of course, that's the same with the kicks. So we say high side piercing kick, middle side piercing kick, low side piercing kick. Mm -hmm. Now, when you combine the two, you can make a description such as a middle punch to the high section. And what does that mean? That means he's uh, punching a shoulder level and it's to the high section. Now, there could be different reasons for that. For instance, that uh, his opponent might be shorter. Mm-hmm. And so he's executing a middle punch, which happens to be attacking the middle or the high section of that opponent. Mm-hmm. You could also do a let's say a low punch to the high section. Well, that could be a a situation where the opponent has fallen down and you're punching downward towards your low to the low part, the low punch, which happens to be his high section. Mm -hmm. Right. Does that make sense? That does make sense, right? It's kind of confusing though. It's a little confusing because a lot of times you think that your opponent should be about the same size as you. Right. But everyone's different. Everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is that also brings up a, a good question. Why don't you explain um, why is it defined high, middle, and low? Is there a reason why it's high, middle, low? <laughs> yeah. The reason why it's high is because, well, let's take a look at middle. So our ideal opponent is someone like, like me. Mm-hmm. And so when I punch to the middle, if I was punching someone that was standing straight up, it probably would be more like the high section of their body, mm-hmm. maybe their neck. But in Taekwondo, we are always generally in a stance. And so if I go to a sitting stance and I punch to my shoulder line, then that actually happens to be in the midsection. So not only do you have high, middle, and low, and high section, middle section, and low section, but you also have inside, outside, inward blocks, and outward blocks. And so why don't we start with the inward and outward blocks? Basically, if you were taking a look at the middle of your body, and any block that goes towards that is an inward block, and any block that goes away from it would be considered an outward block. But that relates to you, 
But how about when it relates to your opponent? Then you have inside and outside blocks. So whenever a block opens up towards the, op the center of the body, that's that would be considered an inside block. And if you block something and it opens up the opponent's back, that's going to be an outside block. So you can have an inward block that was also an outside block, right? And vice versa. And I think that can really clarify to a lot of students, like which direction should you be moving? Do I want to go to the outside or do I want to go towards the inside? Exactly. So um, depends on your opponent, mm -hmm. whether you want to uh, attack or address the inside part of the body or the outside part of the body. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. Mm -hmm. So let me ask you a question there, Mr. Ju. Mm -hmm. So what you just said, it means that I can do an inward block, inside block. And so what does that really mean? Well, it means that your hand's moving towards the center, and the way that you're knocking it out, your opponent's hand is opening up their body. Oh, right. So if you took like Chung Mu, and you step across and you do the inward block, right. inward front block right. in a sitting stance, and let's say your opponent was doing a four fist punch with their right hand, that would be an inside block. Right. Mm -hmm. I think well, that if they punch with the left hand, it would be, be the an outside, outside block. block. Right. So it kind of depends on what you're trying to achieve here, right? Mm -hmm. In other words, you could do it in your example, an inward block, inside block, meaning that he's opened up. Now you can execute maybe a knife hand or back fist to the inside part of the body. Mm -hmm. Right. Drop us a comment on whether you like inside or outside blocks more. Preferably, I'm more of an outside block kind of person. I am too. He is too. <laughs> All right. So thanks for jumping in. We'll see you guys next week. Don't forget to be safe. Keep training. And have a great week. Take one. Thanks for listening to our podcast. We hope that you enjoyed it. We hope to see you next time.